Hello and welcome to episode 95 of Motherhood in Hollywood, a show that brings you the latest and greatest and most hilarious in parenting and entertainment. Woohoo! Today we are talking about how parents stay healthy. Are you healthy? Do you feel healthy? Is your partner healthy? We're going to tell you how we feel about that <laughs> and in just a minute. Come on, mama! Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hello, and welcome to episode 95 of Motherhood in Hollywood. I've missed you. How was your week, you guys? Um, I'm going to start off really quickly by saying thank you so much for listening. If you're a first-time listener of Motherhood in Hollywood, I'm so glad you're here. Please take a moment and subscribe to the show. Just even before you've even listened to it, just just lay down your bets. <laughs> Go all in and subscribe to Motherhood in Hollywood. Um, and if you are not yet following me on uh, Instagram, that is the place to be, Motherhood in Hollywood there, as well as on Facebook and on Twitter at Heather Brooker or MIH Podcast. I have so much social media, it is exhausting, but <laughs> I manage. I'm gonna, speaking of Twitter really quickly, I want to give a couple of mom mentions to at Kieran Talks, at Ships Have Sailed, um, at, <clears throat> excuse me, um, uh, Marquise Trill, thank you guys so much for finding me over on Twitter and following me there. That's where I put my most inappropriate comments, maybe-ish. Uh, maybe there's some inappropriate comments that happen on Instagram and Facebook too. But anyway, I'm glad you're here. I hope you're having a, a wonderful week. Today, I'm so excited because I had so much fun talking with my husband Chris last on last week's episode and honestly on every episode we do that I'm kind of thinking of restructuring the show a little bit I don't know that sounds dramatic Chris is here again with me hi everybody <laughs> so and I mentioned this to him that I was like I just really enjoy talking to you and it's also um, a great excuse for us to have a set time every week where we get to sit down uninterrupted ideally and talk. This is the only time we get to talk ever. <laughs> and finish a sentence. <laughs> it's with microphones in our face. <clears throat> um, so I think what I'm going to start doing, I will still have amazing interviews. Don't you worry, folks. There will still be um, fun and entertaining interviews in only the way that I can do them mm -hmm. <laughs> as humbly as possible. But I'm also going to be bringing Chris Brooker in um, to the show a little bit because it's just nice to reconnect. Agreed even if it is in front of thousands of people who listen to my podcast. Literally dozens of people. Literally listen. twos of threes. <laughs> of Handfuls of people. <laughs> so glad you're here for the journey, mom. No, um, my mom doesn't even listen. Nope. <clears throat> I wonder if your mom does. Uh, I don't know. Do you think she's figured it out? It's a big commitment for her. Well, I know she's found me on social media, but I don't know if she's figured out what the podcast is. And that's the weirdest thing. A lot of people just don't know what a, I mean, like, like what when a you, podcast is. Yeah, when you started this, they didn't know how to, what? A podcast? How yeah. do I do that? Is it on the radio? No, they still do that. I still am, I'm shocked and scandalized when people are like, so what is this podcast you do? What and, station is it on? Yeah, where can I listen? And I'm always like, okay. <laughs> what am I doing with my what life? What am I doing with my life? I'm going on a hundred <laughs> episodes and some of my closest friends have never even listened to my podcast. 
douchebags. I, I never have, to be honest <laughs> with you. I've... That's rude. You were forced to listen to the first like ninety. You made me. I didn't. I need you to... now. I don't quality control my show at all. <laughs> <laughs> now, Chris, for the longest, for the first like year and a half, was like my my quality control. I made sure he listened to every episode, so I didn't have any editing errors or any flubs or anything. And now he's totally off the hook. I'm like, you don't have to listen now. It's fine. I don't care about my flubs. <laughs> Who cares? That's so just, terrible. Just let it fly. That's so terrible. Um, anyway, so I had a lot of fun talking with you. Me too. And um, it's nice to... Also, you have just a very rich and warm and delightful voice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. From your years of radio. Um, and one of the things I thought it would be fun to talk about today is something we were talking about a lot lately. Yeah. Is our health mm-hmm. and getting healthy. And I have, and you know, for those of you listening, you know, I, I'm going to make some pretty big confessions here. And I am the most unhealthy I've ever been. Like I started off last year doing my awesome 15 by 15 challenge. Yep. I was so motivated. I was like, I was going to lose 15 pounds by our 15th wedding anniversary last May. I did it. <clears throat> and I kept it off for like a week or two. <laughs> And then we had our anniversary. <laughs> and then we actually went on our anniversary trip to Napa and gorged. And then I came back and I just didn't feel like as accountable and I stopped working out. And then slowly all of these like health problems start cropping up. And it's like, what is going on? Yeah, It's, it's, it's like a snowball effect. Yeah. You know, like stuff happens and then you start feeling sicker and sicker, less motivated, less. It's like a big catch 22. What for you has happened? Do you think? Because you have a pretty consistent schedule. I, my schedule is bananas, and I use that as an excuse to not exercise because I never mm-hmm. know from day to day what time I'm even going to have free. But for you, what is your biggest stumbling block when it comes to exercising? It's activity, basically. It's it's lack of activity. I I do have a pretty set schedule. I'm up at the same time every day. I work the same number of hours. I go to bed roughly around the same time every night. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have a desk job. I sit at my desk and it's hard to get motivated to to move. So part of my uh, process, what I need to do is just either get up earlier or find time throughout the day to, you know, go to the gym or go to the park for a hike or something like that. It's just really, it's, it's movement. I need movement. I feel like you do a pretty good job. Like you have your Withings watch <clears throat> that you wear a lot, but I feel like you do a pretty good job of using that to keep track of your steps and your sleeps and you know and all of that stuff. Your fitness—it's basically a fitness tracker. I love the I I, I love the sleep tracking on it. You okay. know, I'm a big uh, I'm kind of like obsessed with sleep. I know, and I you know which I, is hilarious to me because I get no sleep. Ever. I need I need seven hours of sleep, and that's why I go to bed at like ten every night, and or I'm nine. up by seven or nine sometimes. Yeah, because that's awesome. Is it? <laughs> when you go to bed at nine, it's amazing. You get such good sleep. <clears throat> I think that I need to, it's hard for me to adopt that. Like, cause I would love to go to sleep at nine or 10, but sometimes I'm at work until midnight. Right. And right. I can't go to sleep that early. You have a variable schedule and, that, and that's hard. So you just kind of have to adapt. The thing is though, and I remind myself of this. Oh, I hear a chanting coming. The thing is, and I try to remind myself of this, is that even though I have a varied schedule, like there are, you know, celebrities and there are head CEOs of companies and there are people who have a lot more on the line than I do that still manage to find time to be fit. But I feel like I am in a hole, like a health hole, and I can't climb out of it. 
Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, a bit. Why why do you feel like it's, it's so insurmountable? Because I just feel like I have you know, no energy and you need energy to be able to get up in the morning and go work out mm-hmm. or in the evening, you know. And I feel like because I don't work out, I have no energy. So I'm like I'm I'm treading water or I'm like, you know, I can't climb out of this this it's a, situation. It's a big catch twenty two thing. It is. You know, you yeah. you don't have energy so you don't work out, therefore you don't have energy, so you don't right. work out. Right. And it's right. and I also don't sleep at night. We talk about sleep constantly here. Mm-hmm. I don't sleep at night because um I'm not healthy. I'm the I weigh more. This is a big confession, you guys. I weigh more now than I've ever weighed in my entire life. And it is I don't eat right. Like I had some vegetables yesterday, but it was okra and it was fried. fried. <laughs> like what it was delicious. Fuck? Don't get me wrong. But like what the hell is wrong with me? And then I'm like, why don't I have any energy? Well, part of it is choices. I think you know. I I, I strive really hard to every day. You know, I'm a big breakfast eater. You're a big. I'm not though. You're you're big on breakfast. But years ago, I started getting up and I just started making my breakfast, and it actually makes a big difference because if I eat at like seven thirty or eight in the morning or whatever, I'm usually pretty okay till noon one o'clock. However, if you skip breakfast by noon one o'clock, you're famished, mm-hmm. and you're more likely to make bad food choices. Well, you know, our friend Mary has said repeatedly that <clears throat> the whole breakfast is the por- most important meal of the day is a lie. She doesn't believe that that's She's true. wrong. She's wrong. <laughs> She's going to yell Just at you. Just wrong. <laughs> uh, but there has been studies and research that show it's important to wake up to eat a healthy meal and get your metabolism going and, and all of that. So what's her thought process there? That you should just skip breakfast? Yeah. Why? I think because is it calories she, like I a think, calorie thing? I don't want to speak out of turn because I'm not entirely sure, but I think that she practices, and or at least she did, um, the uh, fasting, intermittent oh, fasting. Oh, that's okay. what it is, where okay. she d- only eats, you know, between a certain hours of the day, like between noon and five or something, and then the rest of the day you're you don't eat. If you're on that kind of regimen, okay, I can see why you don't eat breakfast. Right. I've, I've read about intermittent fasting and. Um, it has its it has its benefits, mm-hmm. um, and you know to be fair, Mary is incredibly fit. Yeah, she's she's really in shape, and she, she exercises. Works out and she a works lot. out a lot, yeah. um, so she's pretty much anti us. <laughs> Why is she friends with us? Why is she friends with us? We're all gelatinous. <laughs> gelatinous. Um, like for your birthday, we literally were like, let's go to the buffet, and I'm sure they were like, oh god, these fatties. No, um, <laughs> these these doughy people, these doughy friends of ours. <laughs> Um, no, I think it's, uh, breakfast is a hard one for me because I don't eat breakfast. Yeah. I just don't. I never have my whole life. My mom used to, I don't even remember breakfast being a topic of discussion ever. It really wasn't in my house either. It was Mm -hmm. a post-college thing that I really started getting into making my breakfast. I like making eggs, you know, I like making eggs and frying up bacon and making toast. All the healthy breakfast options. Well, it's protein. I will eat yogurt every now and then, but only it has to be a certain kind of yogurt, and it has to the, be the kind with chocolate chips in it. Yes, it has to be. <laughs> I just spit all over the microphone. <laughs> Gross. No, it has to be a certain kind of yogurt. Like I like Greek vanilla yogurt, and yep. I I want it loaded with granola, and that's it. Okay. So I basically just want a little bit of yogurt with but, my granola. But that's a big like protein bomb in the morning, and that's really so. good. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's not the worst thing you could probably eat for breakfast, but the problem is, is I just would rather get up and just have a coffee. Like everybody who's on Instagram, I swear there's 
every five seconds someone's Instagramming their morning coffee. Like, yay, can't wait for coffee. It's coffee kind of day. It's morning. It's coffee time. Who says it's a coffee kind of day? <laughs> That's dumb. <laughs> some, of the, some of the Instagram... Listen. Unfollow them immediately if they're <laughs> saying it's a coffee kind of day. If there's anything I've learned about Instagram, it is that people like to post pictures of their coffee Guilty. and their kids. Guilty. Yeah. So, uh, and I do too. I mean, I, I, when I get a sweet looking cup of coffee, I'm going to share that. <laughs> it's like no one has ever seen this kind of coffee before <laughs> and I'm, I'm spreading the word. But um, anyway, so breakfast is a big challenge for me. And I think that because I don't eat breakfast, and we've talked about this too, because I don't eat breakfast really or I'll maybe I'll have a small breakfast. Then I'll be going about my day and I'll be running errands and I'll be doing podcast stuff mm-hmm. and mother and Hollywood stuff. And then before I know it, it's one or two o'clock and I haven't eaten lunch. And I'm like, Oh my God, I have to eat something for lunch, but then I'm starving and I just want some, I need something fast. So it's always a burger, right? Fries and Coke, just like the worst it's garbage. Easy and convenient. Yeah. Right. And it's easy. It's convenient or like a taco meal or something. And then I gorge myself. And then by three, I am sick and tired and bloated and I have no energy and I'm like, I need to take a nap. One thing you've been doing lately that um, is really good is you've been uh, eliminating soda. Trying to. Trying to, but like at dinner the other night, you had water mm-hmm. instead of soda when we went out right. to dinner. Right, um, So you're making some steps there. Soda is a big, it always has been. For those yeah. who followed my 15 by 15, you'll know that that was a huge issue for me i love pop i might be addicted to pop on coffee it's a wonder my teeth are not just like black <laughs> <laughs> i drink my coffee with cream so maybe that's why I pour soda in my coffee Ooh, mm. i think somebody's probably invented that probably but honestly like i will i have our city mapped out in terms of where i can go to get coffee depending on where i'm going to be running my errands during the day there's nothing wrong with coffee there's nothing wrong with coffee but I sometimes use it as a meal. Like oh, I'll, I see. Like I'll just have, like I'm addicted to Phil's. There's no lie about that. Yep. I'm addicted to Phil's coffee. I will go there and I will just have Phil's. And then because of, because of I guess the caffeine, because caffeine is an appetite suppressant. It is. Then I won't want to eat the rest of the day. And then, or at least for several hours. And then, like I said, by one or two, I'm like, oh my God, I'm starving. And I just eat garbage. And then um, I will crash in the afternoon. Yep. And so... Almost always by like four or five in the evening, I'm a mess. And that's when you come home. We try to hustle around for dinner. We put Channing to bed. That is when I'm at my lowest energy of the day right there. And I don't know if I'm alone in that. I don't know if there's other moms. I mean, maybe that's pretty typical for moms <clears throat> who, you know, are taking care of their kids all day or running errands or whatever. But then um, what usually happens is I either have to go to work then. Yep. Sometimes I work in the evenings. Or... My mel- my melatonin level drops, and I get a huge burst of energy. Yeah, I've noticed that. Well, it's, it's also post-dinner. Right. So you have that that food giving you energy, and so right. now you feel more motivated to write or work or But whatever. that always happens like around 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, you're very much so a night then, person. Yeah. So then I'm up till 1 or 2 in the morning, and then I can't wake up the next morning, and the cycle starts again. So this is what I mean by I feel like I'm in a hole, or yeah. like maybe I'm, maybe I'm like... Um, on a, not a treadmill. What is the hamsters? Hamster wheel. I feel like that. I'm kind of like. Yeah, it's like a treadmill. But without the running. <laughs> With a like, shuffling along on the hamster like wheel. Casually. <laughs> casually strolling. Strolling on the hamster wheel. Um, but that's what I feel like. And so I just feel like an overall 
sense of unhealthiness and I don't know how to break this cycle. And some people will go, oh, well, just, you know, eat eat these grains or try beach body or, you know, whatever. And my mom the other day was like, you need more fiber. And I was like, such an old lady thing to say. It's such an old lady thing to say. And I'm like, thanks mom. I think it's, you know, I think I guarantee you, by the way, she's going to mail me a box of fiber. You watch. Uh. (laughs) Why do you say, I just imagine a box full of wheat or something. But remember this happened once before. I was like, mom, I don't feel healthy. And then she mailed me a box of supplements and like fiber, like Metamucil to put in my food. (laughs) She's looking out for you. Okay. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode with Chris where we're talking about getting healthy as parents. I want to take a moment to tell you about my new sponsor. Motherhood in Hollywood is sponsored by Nudu. That's N-U-D-U. It is a luxury skincare line. And let me tell you, there are no toxic chemicals in any Nudu products. All of their luxurious formulas care for your skin long-term to make you feel and look your very best. So, What is it about Nudu that's so different? Well, they use premium botanical actives with proven skin benefits, antioxidants for powerful anti-aging defense and repair, and skin-friendly compounds for tone, softness, and elasticity. Now, what mama doesn't need a little extra elasticity, right? Go right now to Nudu.com to find out more about their products and how Nudu can help create a new you. I think, you know, I think with, you know, a lot of the issues that you're having, I think it's just a matter of, and it's it's not just a matter of, because I know it's not easy to change habits and stuff like that, is just, like, making one change in one aspect of your life. Yeah. Like, get up in the morning and have breakfast, no matter what. Like, Ugh. get up by eight, have breakfast. Um, and kind of start that process and see how that changes. See if that gives you more energy. I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. Different, different strokes for different folks, you know, whatever. No, I think so. I mean, like my friend Christian, you. who you know too, Christian, <clears throat> um, he earlier this year, he made a New Year's resolution to stop drinking soda, like altogether. All right, yeah. And he then, after a couple months, noticed he started feeling better. And then he started a workout pro- program. And now he's lost like 25 pounds. Has he really? Wow. Yeah, he looks great. And he feels better. He has so much more energy. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, taking on new projects now. And I'm like, Christian, that's amazing. You know, meanwhile, I'm literally pants that fit me six months ago don't fit me anymore. So I'm clearly gaining so much weight. And I th- I thought at first it was because I turned 40 and my metabolism was slowing a down. Trigger got and, uh, yeah, like something happened and a switch went off. And I'm like, well, there it goes. You know, now I'm just going to be that fat middle-aged woman. <laughs> <laughs> but then I look at other women and they're they're not they're fit, you know. They're they look good. So it's obviously something I'm not doing right. Well, you know, I was mentioning this too even even with me, I I'm not liking how, you know, my shirts fit in yeah. the afternoon when I'm at work. You know, I wear work shirts every day, button downs and stuff like that. I don't like how they fit. I don't like how I feel sitting around. I work with a bunch of millennials and so they're all and skinny and jeans. skinny skinny jeans and eating kale for lunch and seriously lemon and it's lemon. ridiculous drinking lemon water and nonsense like that <laughs> dumb uh this, it, we may have just identified our problem <laughs> we need to be more like the millennials and eat more kale but i think for, for, you know for both of us dietary changes are definitely in effect mm-hmm. you know more vegetables less bread you no, know. well but i mean think about how we were both raised like i don't know i think steak and potatoes man yeah steak and potatoes and a lot of fried stuff i mean my god my grandma my great grandma used to keep a vat of grease 
in a jar. It was an old Folgers coffee can jar. And she would eat it with a spoon. She would eat it with a spoon. It was bread. Um, No, it was an old jar of bacon grease or regular grease or whatever that she would just reuse. She would fry it up. Once it was done, she'd pour it back in the pan, let it congeal. The next day, scoop it out, put it back. I mean... It's a very Depression era country... Disgusting. ...thing, right. But that's how... That's the kind of foods I was raised on. Fried potatoes and onions, chicken fried steak. I bet you that stuff tasted good. Oh my God, it was so good. Yeah. Now I want it. Grease. But then I'm like... But see, I wasn't wasn't overweight um, growing up or even in college. You're also more active. I was super active. Yeah. Yeah, I was super active. And that's key too. We both need to be more active. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's a maybe it's a combination of we're in our forties now, we, our parents, mm-hmm. we, don't work out regularly, you know, yeah. and, and it's yeah. it's sort of like a cycle of, um, you know, unhealthiness, and I don't know how we can break that because yeah. you, because you have a more regular schedule, you do have your nine to five. Mm-hmm. You could go to the gym in the morning. You could go to the gym after work. You know, uh, you could go to the gym on your lunch break even. I could. Or, yeah. You know, I know you do walks a lot in the afternoon. I do walks throughout the day. I get up at least once every hour and a half and I'll take a 20 minute walk around around the yeah. lot. Uh, that That's just to get the blood going, though, because you can't sit for eight hours a day in front of a computer and feel good. Sometimes I sometimes I do. I have when I'm at work, sometimes I have to set an alarm to remind me to get up and move around. Otherwise, six hours will go by and I'll be like. No. I haven't moved out of my chair. I'm going to get a blood clot and like pass out or something. They say sitting is the new smoking. Oh, it's you so know? bad for you. People with desk, desktop jobs, you know, in a nine to five cubicle life like myself, mm-hmm. um, that sedentary lifestyle that, that, you know, sitting for eight hours a day is terrible for you. Just yeah. terrible. I see more people at work now that have actual stand up desks. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm starting to do that. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I'd want to stand. I read somewhere that it's good to get like one of those exercise balls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. sit on those yeah. because then you're working your muscles. It focuses the core yeah. on balance. And I was like, right. well, maybe I could do that. Yeah, but the chair is so comfortable. The chair is really comfortable. I mean, I can <laughs> lean back in it. I literally, I will, I lower my chair all the way down to the lowest setting and then I lean it all the way back and that's how I sit. And then you put desk. your feet up on the desk. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I put my feet up under the desk. There's think, probably some serious shoe marks. I think we're uncovering desk. some of the problems mm. <laughs> in the conversation. I just keep envisioning that episode of Family Guy where Peter Griffin turns into just a big gelatinous blob. Yeah. Or no, the movie Wally. 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 The yep. movie Wally. Yep. Like we've talked about this before, where we're like, oh my god. This is where we're headed. This is where we're headed. Yep. Because how many times have you been walking to a restaurant or something and everyone's looking down at their phone, no one's talking? I mean, I see it all the time because I go to events and stuff. All the time. And people are always on their phones. But then to me, I'm like, I add my unhealthiness on top of it and the fact that I sit at work all the time in front of a screen. Yeah. You know, and I just sort of feel myself becoming this gelatinous blob. It's so important to move. You know, even like for me, my walks I take around a lot, it's a 15-minute 20 minute walk around mm-hmm. the block it doesn't do much but at least gets the blood going a little bit right it's my steps i can count my steps you know um, my friend stephanie and i are trying to get better about going on walks at work great um the problem is is just working in news it's such a demanding schedule we have deadlines you can't just get up and walk get up and walk i mean there's only certain times when you can do that mm-hmm. um during your shift because you have deadlines and you have reporters that need you and you know breaking news news can break any minute right right right. 
So um, we try to get out whenever we can, and I'm trying to get better about that, especially now that it's warming up. And I mean, not that it's ever really cold in LA <laughs> to True. go outside. I, it's not like it's not like you can use the excuse of the weather, like oh, it's a frigid sixty today. Uh, that's why everyone out here is so thin and fit because it is. You, you can always go out and run. It you is. You can always go out for a walk. You can always go to the gym because the weather is beautiful. I think also too, I've lost my, I've lost any sort of drive or interest for working out working out it's terrible i don't have an interest in doing that like i don't want to go to the gym and walk on the treadmill for half an hour that sounds terrible well you discovered this during your 15 by 15 is like mm-hmm. uh i want to find something that's fun to do and right. you did a bunch of fun exercises there was cool one exercise there was one exercise class in particular it was the five six seven sweat if you guys saw that i wrote about that and posted about that on my website Five, six, seven sweat is broadway style dance yeah. aerobics and you learn like a dance routine to a Broadway show tune. Yep. And I was like, what? This is amazing. The problem is, is that it's only offered, well, at the time it was offered twice a week, um, but it's like 30 minutes away from my house. And it was in the evenings. Yeah. Um, now it's only offered, I think, twice a week, but it's in Hollywood, which is not too far. But when it's at six o'clock at night, that's a 30, 40 minute drive into Hollywood from, yeah. from where we are. Yeah. So, um, I was like, oh, I would love to do this, but fuck, why does it have to be so far away? Like, why can't you do it in the middle of the day? Uh, why can't you accommodate my schedule? But I loved that one. And actually, there was quite a few that I really enjoyed, mm-hmm. but it's just a matter of finding the right time to do that. And for me, it's hiking. I like it. Yeah, you like hiking. I like I hiking quite a bit. I love to go to the Griffith Park, put my headphones on, mm-hmm. and just hike for an hour or two that is so la of you i love it it's great it's so fun and relaxing and um i've occasionally gotten up early in the morning to do it Mm -hmm. um it doesn't last i'll do it a couple days and then (laughs) it'll kind of fade away but you know it's just developing those habits and trying to develop those habits it's the first step is always the hardest when we first moved here i bought you um like for christmas or something one of those hiking club memberships yeah the sierra club membership because i was like Oh, Chris is really enjoying this hiking. Like maybe he'll get into this, and you never used it once, you turkey. You no, did, no, I didn't. You did not just wasted my money. I, you know, I, I like hiking, but I'm also fiercely antisocial. <laughs> so the idea of being in a club and hiking—it's just like too ying, ying and yang. I don't really like it. You know, one thing I did love that I loved uh, re- recently that I was doing—it's not really a workout, but um, um. It's, oh crap, I just forgot the name of it. It's that morning, early morning thing that I did where I got up at five in the morning and I went to the dance club to dance. Oh, the breaker. The, the rave, the little early morning rave. Oh, okay. The daybreaker. Yeah, it's a morning rave, basically. Yeah. yeah. So the daybreaker event is really, was really fun because you go and like it is a bunch of, I don't think they're even necessarily millennials. I think it's the one like after the millennials. The most recent generation, oh, okay, whatever they are, yeah. Um, but it because it's like twenty to no, those are millennials, twenty eight year olds, twenty twenty eight no. year olds are millennials, yeah. Well, are they? Is, yeah. Are we still in the millennial? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, then, fucking millennials. Anyway, so they were out there. They go and they go to the club and they dance, 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 dance. For you, I think if you found a da- like something dance related, yes, I, th- I think you, it would take off for you. Yes, but it, it's amazing to me in this town that there are not more. Things like that to do. At least no, there's none by my house. I'm not going to drive an hour to Brentwood to mm-hmm. dance because mm-hmm. there's a great dance program there called Plyo Jam. And right. it's so much fun. Oh, I remember you did that. Right. right. Love, I did love that one. It's all plyometrics and jumping and dancing yep. and like so much fun. 
but it's an hour away. Yeah. And you have to pay like 40 bucks for a class. And I'm like, wait a minute. I already pay 60 bucks a month for my gym that I never go to. Like I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to drive an hour away to pay $40 for a dance class. And, um, and that's not a dig on plyo jam cause they are awesome. But I just, for me, I'm like, I don't have that kind of time. Right. Well, and it, you know, that's what it comes down to is finding the time. I would love it if there was a class, like some kind of dance class, if my gym offered some kind of dance class, but everything at 24 hour fitness is like body pump and pump this and pump you Well, up. they've got like Zumba and stuff like Ugh. that. One <laughs> of my 70 year old Mexican lady. I'm not doing Zumba. Hey, it's a, it's a big thing. People I know love it. It's a big thing, but I'm not doing Zumba. Okay. Like, <laughs> oh, that's really terrible. People are going to tweet at me and be like, why do you hate Zumba? Um, why do you hate Zumba? <clears throat> I just, there's just something weird about, I don't know. It feels cheesy. Okay, that's it. Feels it feels cheesy. That's it. It's that, and you're like, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, man, I wish this was video right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just did a little Zumba demonstration. Ooh, sorry. Is that what that was? Oh, was that, that was what that was. Okay. Anyway, not a fan of Zumba at all. All right. I think... <clears throat> I think I just need to, I know I'm making a lot of excuses. Why not like this? And this is too far away. It's 20 minutes away. away. But that's a long time. That's like two hour commitment. Driving 20 minutes to class, do your class for an hour. And like I said, it's all about finding time, I guess. And that's something I I struggle with too. Well, it's about finding time and money. Because in LA, these classes are not free. They're they're expensive. I really loved, um, I did the Paloxing. Yep. I love Paloxing. Yep. It was a perfect blend of Pilates, boxing, and dance, and like and a huge aerobic workout with like a little bit of weights involved and resistance. It was great. But it's in Burbank, and it's like $30 a class. So, I mean, I don't have that kind of money. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. And I don't know how other Despite moms... the millions of dollars that MAH podcasts... <laughs> through motherhood in Hollywood. Um, I don't know how other moms are doing it, other dads are doing it. Um, they're obviously people do because they find the time to work out. And I think I just need to get off my butt and just make some major health and lifestyle changes because I feel super unhealthy and unmotivated. And I think if I'm I'm there with you, maybe if we do it together, Oh, how dare you? (laughs) Maybe if we do it together, it will be, we'll have an easier time of it. I'll find a Zumba class for us. Stop it. (laughs) I would love to see you do Zumba. I, I would do it if you would do it. I will take you up on that. I will do it if you, you do it. You will not do Zumba. I will totally do Zumba. All right. All right. Find we'll a class. Uh, all right. So we're going to challenge each other then. Maybe? Yeah. All right. I'm down with that. I'm down with the challenge. Let's just start by making a small, like, no pop, like for me. Okay. And get moving. Like, those will be a couple of things that I'll... You know, I've been drinking a lot of pop lately, too. I work, you know, in an office, and they have a well-stocked snack drawer Mm -hmm. that I dig into every day. And they also have free sodas, and I'm like... Where do you work? Like, Magical Heaven Place? Um, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I, I work at a at a local movie studio, <laughs> and uh, they provide free free soda. I know you do. Listen, we need to tell everybody our business. We already talked about being fatties. All right, everybody. So I'm going to wrap up this interview right now um, because I have to go to. Speaking of being busy all the time, I have to go to an event today. Wait, have we just challenged each other for something though? I, I want to be sure. I mean, sort of. I sort of half-ass committed. <laughs> challenging myself not to drink pop so much okay no more pop 
and to move and, and move. for me i'm gonna be no more snacks no more like sn- drive through no no more drive throughs for me you've tried the no more drive through before and you can't I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it for 30 days 30 no, days no drive throughs for the next month all right i think honestly that might benefit me too because you go to drive through and get me stuff all right, the time so. right you're my enabler but you know to be fair i don't consider like jack in the box a drive through it is a drive through it it's, is 100 it's, no, it's more of a casual dining <laughs> through my car window you are no drive-thrus for a month. No sodas for okay. a month. Fine. No drive-thrus for a month and for me, no sodas for a month. All right, everybody. Hold us accountable. Tweet at me and make sure that we are sticking with our plan, our diet. I think Channing's pooping. <laughs> Do you need some help? All right, I think she's pooping. All right, I'm going to go. Have a great week, everybody. And remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Balls.